are listening to the Own Your Work podcast, an audio training created for the growing movement of entrepreneurial spirited professionals. These are the professionals who are no longer waiting for their companies to give them the tools they need for success, but instead they are owning their work and taking the lead on their development and the trajectory of their careers. Now, if this sounds like you or you want this to sound like you, then join me weekly where we will touch on everything from landing the job, getting promoted, mindset, productivity, your personal brand in the workplace, and these are just to name a few. We will cover it all with myself and professional development experts to bring you the practical strategy you need to move forward today. So my friends, grab a pen and a pad because the time has come for you to get inspired, get the tools so that you can get to work and create your best work life yet. I'm your host, Sonia Holmes, and this is the Own Your Work Podcast. Hey friends, it's Sonia Holmes here, and you are listening to the Own Your Work Podcast, where I bring you some inspiration and actionable steps to help you create your best work life yet. Now friends, in this episode, we are going to talk about something that I feel it's always top of mind when it comes to the workplace, and that is work-life balance. (laughs) Work-life balance. As a recruiter, I speak with so many people in their job search, and one of the questions that I always get is people want to know about what is the work-life balance there? That's one of those questions that you just can't shake. (laughs) And that shows that it's top of mind for a lot of people right now because what we're craving is to be able to not be consumed by work, to have a life outside of work. And so it's something that I've been working at for years. Um, I like to call myself a recovering workaholic. You were, you know, in the past, like I used to allow work to consume me. If you listen to the last episode, I even had to deal with my relationship with work because, you know, for for a while it really became like me and and I had a hard time detaching my identity from my work. So, you know, as I started to do that, part of my process has been how do I get more balance in my life? So I started to get really intentional about trying to have more balance, more work-life balance. And it's been a journey and it's been a process for me. And I can tell you one thing that I had to do, I actually had to stop pursuing it. (laughs) I had to stop pursuing work-life balance because um, for me, once I, I, I was trying to do it, it became like a a mindset thing for me where I was always thinking in terms of quantity versus quality. And the shift happened for me. Like, I mean, for a long time, I just couldn't find the balance, you know, no matter how much time, if I was able to not go over my 40 hours, I still didn't feel quite like I had the balance and always trying to figure out that happy medium or that happy place where I felt good about work. I felt good about my contributions at work and I felt good about um, my contributions with my family and the time that I was spending with them and just who I was as a whole. And so it really had been a struggle for me and I had to stop a couple years ago pursuing work-life balance. And I wanted to pursue something that was more meaningful, that wasn't just about quantity, but more quality. 
I tried work har- life harmony, um, <laughs> but things just wasn't harmonizing for me. I mean, I just couldn't get into the rhythm, but I definitely did try it. But no matter what you call it, whether it's work life balance or work life harmony, or you have another name for it, I think it, it comes down to the same thing. We just want to have some sense of fulfillment and we don't want to be consumed by work. I think that's what it boils down to. So I did change the name for myself years ago. And that was because I went through the process of like detaching myself, my identity from work. But I also went through the process of like getting clear on what was important to me, my values. And when I went through that exercise in episode number two, you know, value-driven living. And when I went through that, I realized that presence was actually really, really high on my priority list. And it was a high value for me. And it wasn't more necessarily about like a time amount. It wasn't about quantity. It was about quality. And so I started to pursue what I like to call a work-life presence. And for me, that meant How do I be present to the thing that I'm doing at the moment? And when I started to do this, I can, I'm telling you that like things just shifted for me. The quality shifted for me and it it became like a habit that I'm, I'm always still trying to learn and cultivate. Like, how do I be more present in the moment? How do I be present to the thing? But I just started to pursue that more than an actual time amount. So I want to share a couple of my thoughts and my ideas on work life balance. Um, I like to call it work-life presence (laughs) and how I approach it and how I pursue it. And like I said, it's a journey. It's something that I'm continually working on and learning. So hopefully you find something helpful in in this episode that might work for you. Um, And maybe you can take it for yourself. So the very first thing I would say for me that's really helped me with this shift is letting work have its place. I told you that I struggled with my identity and work and detaching and decoupling the two. But what was a part of that process for me is letting work have its place, letting work just be work. And I'm a very passionate person. And that can be really hard for me because I can get so caught up and so engulfed in things that, you know, there's no line, there's no beginning or end. It's just a big circle and it goes round and round and everything blurs and blend. And I had to get really clear about, okay, this is work. And how do I set better boundaries? Like let work be work and like that be it. Now, I know that might sound kind of crazy and it might sound as if, are you just, saying that you're giving up on work? Are are you not going to be a performer or anything? What about your productivity at work? And I can tell you that my productivity did not go down. In fact, I became more strategic at work. I became more um, intentional at work, more focused. And I had a better experience because no matter how excited I was when I was doing the job, at the end of the day, work is just work. So I had to let work just be work, no matter how much you enjoy it. Like there comes a line for me that I had to say, okay, this is work, no matter if I'm doing extremely well or if I'm having a hard time, like I had to let work be work, just that. So (laughs) that would be my first tip. Maybe that's something that you need to adopt. Like let work be work. Like it's, it's work. It's a means to you living a quality life. And it's something that you can enjoy but don't let it consume you. Let work be work. The second thing um, I had to realize is that I had to own my work-life balance and I had to own what that actually meant. I think sometimes we look to employers to give us 
balance, you know, um, and that's why in the job search, a lot of people are seeking or asking the question, what is work-life balance here? But what they're really asking is, hey, what's the volume like? What's expected of me after hours? What's expected of me, you know, during certain times? Will I be able to spend time with my my family? Will I be able to take off to for, to do certain appointments and things like that? But what I had to learn was that no one is going to give that to you outright. Like if you want to keep working and working and working the nights and the weekends or working, you know, no one's going to say, hey, Sonia, slow down. Don't do that. (laughs) Or no one's going to do it. Maybe they may think about it and they may be concerned or have thoughts about, you know, how much you're working, but no one's going to tell you not to work more. (laughs) So you really have to own your work-life balance or your work-life presence and get clear on what it actually means to you. Like, what do you want work-life balance or work-life presence or whatever the thing is that you're pursuing? Like, what does that look like for you? Does that mean that, you know, it's just 40 hours a week? Does that mean that you get to take time off when you want? Does that mean that, you know, you're, you'll be able to do your appointments? I don't know, but I just know that you have to own it and you can't wait for your employer to give it to you. It's something that you have to self-advocate for. And that's something that I had to learn because for me, there was no on or off button. And I would just think that I just had to keep doing it. And I had to realize that my work-life balance was something that I had to take ownership of. The next thing that I say that really helped me a lot was being intentional. That actually was on my list. When I went through that whole value exercise, it was something that was on my list as well too, about like not only just being present, like I had that written on my board. I had that written not only on my board, but I actually printed it and put it on my wall because I needed that daily reminder of what my values were and what I was going after. And that meant being intentional about my time and planning. So I had to start cultivating the habit of being present And that meant, what am I doing with my time? So I had to get really good at planning. Like no matter how big the volume is, like I had to go in my day, you know, when I'm starting my work day and thinking, okay, what do I need to accomplish? What is the the one thing that I can do that's going to move the needle towards, you know, the bigger or the overarching goals? Like I had to be more strategic with my time and I had to plan everything. Like I didn't just take on extra things um, that I didn't have room to fit in my calendar. Like if if it couldn't fit, then that was something that I needed to say no to, or I needed to work with my leader on like, how can we, is there something else that I can remove? But I had to get really, really intentional. And it's something that I'm always still working on, you know, Um, but how do I plan? How do I be intentional with my time? Because I think what ultimately we want is it's not just a a time thing, but it's about being present because if you're at work and you're thinking about all the things that you have to do at home, that's a a lower quality experience of work and you're you're home with your, your family, but you can't turn off from work because all you're doing is thinking about what you have to do when you, you know, sign on tomorrow. Like that's not quality. So I had to learn, like, how do I be present? How do I be present to the moment? And that took me being better with planning 
in both areas of my life and, you know, my family life and my home life, like what do I need to plan making my list of the things that I need to do, the calls that I need to make, you know, for the kids appointments and things like that. And actually calendaring time for me to do those things versus allowing those things to just come up and occupy space in my mind at a time that isn't urgent at a time that it's not going to like help me at a time where I should be focusing on the task at hand, because if I'm doing that, then I'm being pulled away and I'm producing less quality work and so forth. So I had to do that in both areas of my life. Same thing at work. Like I had to decide what do I want to accomplish, accomplish that thing, and then turn off. And what I mean by that is when you get home with your family or when it's time to sign out, but you're still thinking about all the things that you have to do or things that you didn't get done, that's not a good quality experience for for yourself or your family. And that can be so discouraging. And I'm sure that's not what anybody wants. I think when people want work-life balance, they want to be able to shut off and fully be present with their kids and fully be present with their family. So doing that in both areas of, of your life is so important. And for me, that looked like, you know, before I even get at my day, like, you know, I'm planning on the thing that I want to accomplish. What would I feel good at the end of the day that I can, you know, accomplish? And that if I was to get this one thing done, that I can walk away and feel like I had a good day, that today was productive and that I can shut off, right? So I try to start with that. And and usually it's just like a five to 10 minute activity because the night before or the, the day before, I usually take five minutes to set my priorities for the next day. So the next day when I start or log in, I'm still just, you know, looking at those priorities, reminding myself, is that still current? Okay, those are the things that I'm going to attack. And then that way, when it's time for me to log out, I can I can shut off and I can feel good about shutting off because I've given quality work. I've been productive and that just makes a better experience for me overall and a better experience for um how I how I do life. So that's what I pursue. I pursue work-life presence. And I try to make sure it's about quality and not quantity because overall there's going to be periods of your life or you know just different seasons where one area might demand more time and maybe you might go through a season where you have to give a little bit more in one particular area. And if you're doing that and you're only just focusing on quantity, you know, when you think balance is quantity, then that can be frustrating because you feel like I'm I'm out of balance. You know, I got to get this thing right when really it's just like, hey, this is just game season. It's just game time. I just need to focus a little bit more in this particular area. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean that you need to uproot your whole life and make drastic changes. Ask yourself, is this just a seasonal thing, right? And if it's not, <laughs> then that's when you need to maybe reassess and try to put something, you know, better plans in place and readjust and things like that. But in life, it happens where things are going to demand a little more time. It might be busier for you in one area of your life. And that's just the, the that's just part of the human experience. It's nothing to beat yourself up over. So I hope that you found some of these tips <laughs> that I shared today helpful. Um, this is just some of the things that I do to pursue work-life 
presence. <laughs> I like presence over balance. It's just, it just, it's just a better experience for me. But hey, call it what you want. I'm sure you're just craving for a life where you're not consumed by work, where you can just live the life that you want to live. And I think that comes again with you putting work in its place, realizing that work is just work. Give it its rightful place. Okay. And then realize that you own your work, right? You have to own your work-life balance. No one's going to just give it to you. No one's going to tell you to shut off. You have to own it and put better boundaries in place and do that for yourself. Self-advocate, right? That's the second thing. And then the third thing is just make being present a habit, cultivate it like a habit, work at it, get really, really good at planning your time. So that way, when you are doing a thing, you can fully focus on that thing and be present and give a better quality experience, have better productivity or just better quality experience, whether it just be with your family. So those are the three big things that I would share with you if you are pursuing work-life balance, if you're trying to figure this thing out. I know that we're all just trying to figure it out. So I hope that you found something helpful from the things that I do. I'd love to hear from you. If it was, you can go ahead and shoot me an email at hello at soniahomes.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can also go to soniahomes.com forward slash eight, (laughs) where you'll be able to leave a message for me as well. You'll be able to get the show notes and a recap of today's episode. But I really, really do want to hear from you, friends. I really want to have a dialogue with you. So I'm looking forward to connecting. Well, friends, until next time, remember, there is so much more to you than the work that you do. Own your work. Don't let work own you. Until next time. Bye, friends.